boom, we're in. <laughs> no matter what sport you play, you're always chasing chips. So you know it is. Yeah, for sure. that's our new uh, little catch line and slogan we got going. You know, it, it starts to. Uh, He's you know, starting to like it. Right. Listen I feel like everybody's liking it. But, you know, once again, Charles, Josh, got Fauche in here. You know, we had to bring it in. Josh stay in the middle of your screen. But I uh, just want to make sure. Yeah, come on, man. He can't be pinballing that before, man. <laughs> you, know, dude, you know me. I'm fizzy. Yeah. Hey, what you guys doing? What you just talking about? What's going on? No. Well, you no. know, I'm not smoking. And, um, you know, got. Oh, you know what? It is that time where I can get a drink right now. I should have made a drink before here. You should have. Celebrate you guys being first place as me and Foshe down in the plane. Technically, we made the playoffs. That's the only thing I want to say. <laughs> we made the playoffs in real life. Be, uh, as we are older gentlemen, you know, when we were younger, this is making the playoffs, not ninth and tenth place. In consolation, mm. we made the playoffs. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yes, now it's called the play in, but I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the new format, honestly. It's starting to like uh, resonate with me. This whole like format system, it took a little bit for me to, you know, put things together onto why like the pros and cons of it. But I feel like I've seen enough of the playing and in, in the new style. And I'm a not a big fan, you know, to be honest. I, I'd rather just let's just keep the one through eight. And if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Uh, I mean, I guess we can maybe include a little bit more competition. And really what it comes down to is revenue. It creates more revenue, right? Because you get yeah. more games. More money. Know. Yeah, more money. I get it. Everybody. Um, I mean, the NFL added a game, so. Yeah. So, I understand that, but it's just it's just dumb to me. I just miss the old traditional uh, structure. But nonetheless, we got Fauche here, my man. And yeah. uh, he's a Timberwolves fan. Huge. And oh, actually, the only Timberwolves fan that I actually know in person. <laughs> Hey, uh, me too. The only two yeah. yeah, there's not many then, of us, I don't think. And then, honestly, to be fair, to be fair, you're also the only Clippers fan I know. Yeah. yeah. So we Charles. have a lot. We have a lot more like tougher seasons mm. than the Timberwolves have. I mean, they had KG. I mean, that was a good one. How many year run? At least. Like twelve. Yeah, but 12 I mean, year run, only you know made the finals. The 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 Western Conference Finals once. Yeah, and then went to we've we've and then didn't make the playoffs for one playoff one playoff run, which was Jimmy Butler in the last twelve years or something like that. So it's mm. been rough, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't decided if I like the new plan yet. I get it; they want to give they want teams not to tank, and you know the Clippers are the not the Clippers the uh, the Spurs and the Pelicans made good runs, but I feel like there should be some sort of cutoff. Like you know we're we're forty six and whatever forty six and. 38 or whatever it is. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. And you guys are 40 and 42 and 40. And I feel yeah. like there should be a cutoff. Like you have to be at least 500 in order to play, like to qualify for the play in or something. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I get it. There, I, I, but I feel like there should be some sort of stipulation where who knows? I mean, it's one game and whichever team loses between us then has to go play probably a decent Pelicans team. And if they're hot or play well, then one of us is going to be looking possibly going home which which kind of sucks but i get it from yeah me. it sucks i mean i don't i don't i don't i mean you guys had a good season if you suck to go home so quickly yeah. so yeah. you know <laughs> i'm talking about you know you guys to lose one game against us and then lose again <laughs> it's gonna be terrible end of the season you know yeah, but y'all y'all both know that you guys aren't losing <laughs> twice come on yeah, yeah i know <laughs> hopefully not spurs hopefully. are nothing to worry about pelicans 
Uh, I mean, they're pretty decent. CJ, uh, but I, I would say that the Timberwolves and the Clippers just have more depth than all those teams. I mean, so it's like, the, uh, nothing the, to worry about. It's just I whoever mean, wants to play us, honestly. That's, that's last worry. <laughs> that should be your concern and where it lies is like who wants to play the beast, you know? Because the Suns, they're scary, I've heard. <laughs> and I'm just saying whoever ends up in that eighth spot, it's going to be trouble. So first, uh, first round exit, man, that's not good. <laughs> so do you still get a draft spot if you make the plan? Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. No, I mean, like. Within the uh, the draft or, is the draft is not by player. It's probably your record. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. But there's a new format. Yeah, I guess it though. would be go off record because it's, I'm not the sure. New formats it. for the new formats for like the right. bad, the worst teams and like the lottery. Right. It's right. Not, that's, that's, what I meant. The, that's what I meant. You just you, can't be the worst the team in the league and automatically get the most like votes or most balls in the yeah, pinball machine or whatever. I do hate about the draft that you they don't do the pinball machine in front of everybody no more. Yeah, they're yeah. picking behind closed doors. We know and what they're doing. Yeah, we just got the order already. What? Yeah. We That's why I think doing. the Magic are going to get the number Pulling one. strings. Mm. Don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so let's hear some, uh, you know, I want to get some commotion. I want to get some shit talk here. I want to <laughs> I want to hear, you know, let me hear your strategy for success. You know, we'll start with Foshe. And I want to hear where your strengths are. Mm. And I want to hear how you can beat the Clippers in this seven-game series. Or seven-game series? Wow! Wow! Oh shit! I'm, I'm I'm tripping. That's just me. Oh God. man! The series again? Hey man! Yeah. I don't know in the, in game one, this, okay. In one game, <laughs> I hit the bomb. I see. I'm a little <laughs> high. Hey, all right, we get it. We all got right. it. Seven-game series. Game one. Game uh, one. Yeah. One so it, I feel like. This is uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is obviously the best game out of the four, uh, and not I don't think either of us would say that as, as biased people. I think everybody's talking about that. You know, Lev's listening to Zach Lowe earlier, and they were talking about that, and all these other pods are talking about this. This is the best game. Um, it was a fun. You guys, I know you guys won three out of four uh, yep. this year. D'Lo also missed three out of four, um, which is important for us because we don't have a backup point guard. And Josh hates D'Lo. I don't think D'Lo is great, but he's a good. Oh, he's still oh, a serviceable D'Lo. point guard. Um, uh, yeah, I, okay, that's a good explanation. I, I think the serviceable a big thing for us is since New Year's, um, we've had the number one offense in the league. Um, yeah. and I think a big, I think the biggest thing for mean? us, hold on, let's unpack that. So, number one offense, <laughs> no, man, stop interrupting, let him finish. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just, I just, just I just, you are getting salty. Cause now you're thinking about the Suns. <laughs> All you now think is number one. Wait, well, hold on. What about the Suns? What about the Suns? You don't what know me. You don't know me. All right, you don't okay. know what's in my head. I just wanted uh, to understand what he meant by the number one offense in the league. Like M- here, NBA's offensive rating, number yes. one ra- yeah. offensive rated team in at NBA's and NBA's dot uh, com. Um, One hundred fourteen points, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's something. It's it's good and. I think you know, we we had a, a softer schedule there for a couple of weeks, and we do what we had to do. But I think the number one thing for us is Towns has to play smart. Um, can't get into foul trouble. The big thing for us is when he makes stupid fouls, offensive fouls, and then he'll make one. He'll complain to the ref. The ref will give him another one right down the other end of the court, and he's got two real quick. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. He and I know it's probably a little bit Homer too, but. He the way he's officiated is just absurd. Um, he gets even so many home. even yeah even at home. I mean he gets he gets terrible. He, I think he's 
he is number I think no number two. Him. Yeah, number two in the league in, in fouls <laughs> against this year, which is which is absurd. But uh yeah, I think he has to play smart. And it's gonna be very interesting to see the matchup between Tyloo and Chris Finch because I think they are both really great coaches. Finch has turned the wolves around. He has you know uh, they had they've had the talent for a while and finally he has implemented a system defense offense and they actually run plays and it looks it's like oh my god this is what a real coach looks like which we haven't had in a long time um but yeah i, I think he just has to play smart and it's gonna be very interesting to see the clippers defensive scheme how they decide to guard against him if they run uh like marcus morris roco batum over and then they have zubach as kind of a floater if, if Vanderbilt's out there, um, that's what I'm interested to see if Finch does. If Finch closes with the same five with Vanderbilt out there, I would really like to see Vanderbilt not on the floor. I love Vando, but he's just he's not a great defense, guy. right? But just not yeah, he's, he's, a good, he's, a good, he's a good defensive guy. He's a great rebounder, which I know the Clippers struggle with his rebounding, so that, that's it's kind of a double-edged sword. But I would like to see like Torian Prince or McDaniels out there more as just a three-point you know, then you can't you can't afford to double towns. If you're going to double towns, he's going to find the open guy, and we're going to have shooters with D'Lo and McDaniel's Prince Beasley, whoever else is going to be out there. But if Vando's out there, I, I think they're going to they're going to front him with a small, and then Zubac will just kind of be a floater behind. But I, like I said I think the number one thing is just Towns has to play smart. If he doesn't pick up three quick fouls in the first half, I, I like our chances. But it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a great game. I think. My biggest thing is, you know, not to stroke Josh's ego, but if we want to have a chance to win a game in the playoffs, we have to be the two, the seven seed, because I think we match up extremely well with the Grizzlies, and we've played the Grizzlies really well this year. If we are the eight seed, I, I think it's a four game sweep against the Suns, but uh, not to not to get too far ahead. I think that's how we win, though, is play smart. Towns doesn't get in early foul trouble. No, I definitely agree with you on that. <laughs> I figured uh, you would. <laughs> no, but that's that's interesting. So. Have you guys ever run a lineup of Anthony Edwards? He plays a two, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Have yeah. you guys ever? I mean, he's a big two. Have you ever thought about like bringing him up, or is that? Have you ever played him as a three? Uh, that way, you have a little bit more shooting. Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, you know. sometimes Finch will run like D'Lo, Beasley, uh, Ant, Malik and then Prince or, or McDaniel's. Yeah, and then Cat at the five. You guys still got Malik Beasley, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Beasley, yeah. Great. I mean, he's if you look at his numbers since the since he's been a huge guy off the bench. Uh, number I think he's number one volume three point percentage since the since uh, at least All Star break. Maybe um, I think he's shooting the most threes and he's shooting like forty to forty five percent. I haven't looked at it recently, but do you close with him? It just depends on the game because he's he's not he's not a good defender. Um, so it, it really depends on the matchup. Like I said, I think it's big for. It'll be interesting to see. McDaniel's is finally back. He rolled his ankle pretty bad a couple weeks ago, but he's back. Um, Ant had a great a great game against San Antonio. You know, when he dropped forty nine, um, he has he has not been good since the All Star break. He missed a couple games after with I think they called it jumper's knee or whatever, and he just looked passive and didn't want to go to the rim. But he's looked better recently, so I think everybody is trending in the right direction. Um, Pat Bev got. Uh, ejected from the last game a game that meant nothing uh that guy's intensity is is the mm. best so it'll be fun to see him go up against the clippers because i know he has a lot of friends on the clippers and, and obviously played with them and in february showed up to a clippers game in a zubach jersey uh set courtside we were so there. that's hilarious we were at that yeah. game were you yeah we were, yeah. <laughs> yeah we were there we saw him uh sitting courtside and everyone dapping him up 
Yeah. You know, that was yeah, the, the, the relationship between that is, is, is immense. They, they love each other. We yeah. still got much love for Patrick, you know, uh, the being there. I mean, I, I, a lot of media was trying to start that little Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly versus the Clippers. Yeah, it's stupid. You know, Patrick and Paul George killed that real quick. Like, bro, like, no, it's not us against Patrick Beverly. Me against yeah. Patrick Beverly is us against them. You know, uh, for me, I just like, I'm just interested to see what P- PG got to do. I'm just PG, you know, Norman Powell, Rocco. You know, I think defensively would be all right. Like I said, like Foshe said that we're gonna, you know, send we're gonna send a double at uh Carl, make him give the ball up. But you know, it's like we gotta just let him live and do his thing. You know, we we don't want Carl to get 40, 50 points, but if he's getting 25 and and Anthony gets 20, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else is trash. That's W right there, boy. Uh so, <laughs> so does Anthony Edwards um, guard uh, does he guard Paul George or what's up with that? Uh, it's gonna be interesting because I know he has been playing. His, his defense has definitely picked up, um, and it, he has been guarding some of the bigger guys. But I know that they'll probably. It depends if Vando starts and is closing. He's gonna guard PG. Um, they'll probably throw multiple looks at him. I know they were talking about, you know, running Patrick Beverly at him a couple times just to get in his ass. Uh, really, I'd love to. But, but yeah, I, mean, DCP, I think the thing about Patrick Beverly, there's certain guys I just wanted, like for me, I, if when we was on our team, I always wanted to put him on like the guy that wasn't the guy. Mm. Like, I didn't like him on like a Devin Booker, but I liked him on Chris Paul, you know. Uh, so when Patrick Beverly, because he when he agitates the best guy on the team, that person plays better most of the time. That guy plays better, so I'm like, please put him on Paul George. <laughs> I wish they would. So Paul George has something crazy because he's those type of players love that they love that they love yeah. the agitation like Devin Booker loves that stuff you know what I'm saying mm. those yeah. guys love it so but like putting yeah, like, nose and break it putting like Patrick Beverly on like uh, Marcus Morris a fight might broke out they might get ejected <laughs> you know what I'm saying but that's better for them than it is for us you know what I'm saying Marcus Morris that's 20 points a game that's 16 17 points a game that's just off the floor if he gets in if Patrick Beverly gets in his mind. So yeah. that's the matchup I was afraid of, you know. But, you know, I think if we're doing what we've been doing the last few games, ending the season very well, playing on a good pace, good flow, you know, shoot. Norman Powell is, Norman Powell is scoring like 16 points a game and dribbling a ball when he plays with Paul George. like dribbling the ball like six times. Like he Paul George dribble, drive, Norman catching three. You know what I'm saying? And that's perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's great. So it's one of those matchups that – and I told you on the last part, I'm, am I terrified of the Timberwolves? I am not. I, do I think we're going to win? I do. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no, I just. I wouldn't feel so confident. <laughs> I should. I mean, it's going to be a close game. I think, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Gonna be close. I didn't say that. I didn't say it wasn't going to be a close game. You, I just said we're going to win. I care less if we win by one, mm. two game winning shot. I mean, a lot of places I've seen they got the they got the T Wolves winning most of them. Mm-hmm. Most of the most yeah. like DraftKings are like got a like negative three. Yeah, I'm like that. So let's just let's just go. Let's just keep it simple. Let's just go down the lineup. You know, let's go down the roster. I just want to. I just want to see where <laughs> you guys' heads at as far as rationale, and then I'll be the judge. All right, <laughs> oh, here we go. Because oh, I'm typically God. the one that's always right. But false. Uh, so point guard, we got Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, and we got D'Angelo Russell. So who do you guys think of those two are the better point guard? You know that you would want on your team. You know. I'm a consistent guy, so I'm gonna go with Reggie. And that's not and not no disrespect to D'Angelo Russell. I just think he's just inconsistent. I just don't know what you're gonna get. Can he go for 40? He can. But yeah, so but I know I know what Reggie's gonna give us. And yeah, I think so. 
So yeah, better, better talent. What yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was gonna say, I think D'Lo has gone through a lot of ups and downs this year. Started off super slow and then mm. was really great there for a little while, but the past like two months has been or month and a half has been really bad. Um, I think that who better point guard, I guess it depends what you're looking for. I mean, I guess Reggie's probably a better scorer, but better point guard, I, I might lean Russell, but I think in this matchup, like one game, I would probably take Reggie, like passing. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, just like distributor, pick and roll guy, pick and roll guy, distributor. I I think he's a better passer, but I think for like a one game in this situation, I think I would go Reggie too. That's fair. That's very Reggie loves the spotlight. Yeah. I'd say, see, my my opinion is that I would go uh, D Lo like two years ago, maybe, or like when he was on Brooklyn. Uh, And then I would go Reggie like since goggles, you know, since goggles, (laughs) Reggie has been like killing it. And there's something. To do what maybe you couldn't see before, and it's like vision's just like that much better to where it just brings them like you know crazy confidence to where you can like skip down the court, yeah, you know, and, and just make bug it, you know, dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's right been now. good, he's been good, he's been scary. So, I'm I would lean towards Reggie for sure. Listen, I and guess right got, now, like, I guess Pat Bev is technically our point guard, and D has been the two, and then Ant's been the three, really starting, but D-Lo's I don't, I don't, know. Really? I don't really care about like starting lineups though. Like, uh, start if you're oh, starting or not, it doesn't point. really matter, it's all about who yeah. closes the game. But That's yeah, fair. so I guess Pat Bev technically is our one. Um, yeah. and then oh, he, he is two. closing that game, he's closing the game. That makes sense. And then Ant's usually three, and then whoever's yeah. four or five. But yeah, I think, yeah, still, that's that. Still. I agree. I agree. Our closing has been weird. So I want to see what uh Ty Luke goes with with everybody. Does he keep Norman yeah. on the floor with PG, with Roko, with Zubach, and Reggie? You know what I'm saying? But who's like, closing if, the game for the Clippers? Huh? What's the closing roster for the Clippers typically? <sighs> Bruh, dog, I don't. We were like the Lakers <laughs> on some on some lineup closing run. It's like thirty six different closings. You know what I'm really? saying? Is What's Luke Kennard in? Huh? Is Luke Kennard in, or is he is he riding the uh, It's it. De- see, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum. It depends on matchups and if they're on fire. Yeah, like if Nicholas hitting? is hitting, like yeah. he he'll close the game because he's he's a solid defender. Luke doesn't really close games, um, especially if he's not shooting because just defensively. And I think a game like with the Timberwolves. I can't see him closing the game because he'll end up guarding Anthony Edwards, and that's not a good matchup for him. That's not good. So the five best defenders in our team is Reggie, Rocco, Norman Powell, Paul George, and Zubac. That's what it is. Yeah, you know that's what Luke Kennard can sometimes like be on fire, and he's you know everyone knows he can <laughs> shoot the ball right, but then there's other times to where that man just like sits there and doesn't move for like a whole half. Like it, it's it's he's, insane. Like he 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 will just stand there. And the thing if is, he's off, then he's just not doing shit the whole game. Best shooter in the in the league, percentage wise. So, yeah, I mean, when that's the thing. Shoot, when he does move, <laughs> when he does move, yeah. when he shoots, and things like that. So that the thing about our matchup, like I know Carl Anthony Towns got it. Like that's not even. I want Zubats to try his hardest. That's the only thing I always. We all, everybody knows Zubats is gonna try his hardest, hardest, no matter what. He go try hard. <laughs> yeah, but. Carlton is a specimen. He's really good at what he does. You know what I'm saying? He may not be liked off the court. He may not be. People might think he would dweeb or something like that, but it's, <laughs> it's what it is. It's a big ass dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Good good job getting Jordan Woods. Uh, but uh, other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl got it. I, I never can remember who the Timberwolves center is, like, other than Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, man, yeah, right? Nas, is off, Nas is off the bench. Yeah. Nas Reed. And then. He's not bad. Did, yeah, he's he's a solid backup. Um, he he's got. I mean, he shoots. He's he's a good shooter for for a backup guy. And they also brought a they brought back Greg Monroe too, who 
played, you know, he, he's been okay. He's just another big body, but yeah, he's, he's in, not. He's, yeah, I, I, I forgot body. that he was, I thought he was much older. Yeah, he's bounced yeah. around a lot this year, like just signing yeah. 10 day contracts. So this, is, this is the second time he's been with us. So, but he, I mean, he's fine. He's just another big body if we need a big guy out there, but I don't. Yeah, and then they're bringing the you're bringing back Kawhi. They're bringing back Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like KG now up. or KG like back when he was in his prime? Yeah. That's the question. <laughs> yeah, either you know, way, sleeper is Isaiah on the halfway of his Hartenstein. Head. Yeah, yeah. Who's your? Yeah, that's my sleeper. In every Hartenstein? series, Hartenstein is my sleeper guy. The guy that that's sets it. good screens. Yeah, screens. Look at here, man. Watch that floater. <laughs> mid, that mid that mid range float. Look at here. This one thing. He, he ain't hurt nobody. Look at here, Josh. If you if Hartstein got 10 <laughs> points on you, you're gonna be hurt. You're gonna be like, how? Yeah. How is he scoring? They'll get some putbacks every once in a while. Every time he scores, it hurts morale because people just think about him like you do. You think he's trash, you think he's just a senior screen setter. So whenever the ball goes in by people like that, it makes you upset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not wrong. So <laughs> You're so, almost just like reconfirming what I'm saying is that he's not good. I mean, I, I think he's like, good. Wow. I think he's. I think Coach well, said he, he is a serviceable backup center. Just a big body off the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah him and Nas Reed. Watch, those two guys go back and forth. That'll be that'll be really something if that happens. It'll be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> We're getting in the weeds over here. We're going yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. reading. Uh, yeah, so, so you, you say know, you say Hartenstein right. is like your X Factor guy? Yes, yeah. my X Factor. I mean, I think, yeah, it's a very uh, uh, reach X Factor. I know you would think I would say like Luke Kennard or Rocco or Norman Powell, obviously, oh, wow. but I just know those guys are going to come <laughs> off the bench and do their thing. You know, yeah, I think your not... X Factor is going to be Marcus Morris. Mm. You know, because yeah. that man can shoot and he's lights out sometimes and he'll just like, he does it every game. He does like, he probably does it like three or four times at least is that he'll, he'll shoot a long two and he'll like do his little jab or like he'll hold the ball for like five seconds and that like, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna drive, but he never drives. He's just going to shoot the ball. Yeah. You he, know? He so it's like, it's just chill. Yeah. But it's like a, always this long ass two. It's like a low percentage shot, but he'll hit it. And, and if he's, uh, if he's feeling it, then he's a solid 20 points. Mm. Yeah. So I do agree that with that, like if Marcus is on, it's almost like a higher percentage in my mind we're gonna win. So who's that for y'all, folk? Do you who's who's your your guy? You like okay if he's on? Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it has to be Malik. Um, if he you know if he comes in and just hits like six threes, like you know he doesn't do anything else but shoot threes. He lately he's been driving more. Um, but you know whatever the game was in February when he broke the the record of most like he literally just shot threes he made like 12 threes and it was like that was all that he took he didn't shoot a single free throw a single <laughs> a single field goal wow. so mm. i think if he comes in and goes like you know six of 12 or whatever six of 10 or something like if he if he hits five or six threes then i like that but you can tell right away if he's if he comes in he will shoot it immediately when he catches it and if it's if he knocks that first one down, it, it'll be good. Um, you know, I, obviously there's some other guys on the bench like McDaniel's is, is a long and lanky guy that I think is good to get a defense. But I think Malik is the uh, the big X factor for us tomorrow. That's Outside of the so big guys in Minnesota, right? The game, yeah, in, yeah, in Minnesota, which Ooh. I think it's going to be fun. You know, this is the first like you know the, the Butler team obviously made the playoffs, but that team hated each other. Everybody knew that they hated each other. It was not fun. This team, everybody loves each other. They have a coach. That's a lot of fun. He kind of lets the players do what they want up to a certain point. And again, that game Sunday, yesterday, when they played uh, the Bulls and there was no starters playing, mm. it was like, and we were down by 30, came back, ended up losing by five. But 
the whole arena was like just rowdy and it, it, it was fun. So it'll be, I think it'll be, I think it'll be wild in there. So it'll be cool to see yeah, an actual yeah, playoff exactly. game in Minnesota. Yeah, it's definitely a great place to play. I mean, I remember the times when KG and the playoffs there were playing, you know, those, those were really good playoff games. Um, obviously it wasn't like against the Clippers, against the Lakers that were very more like <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Uh, game so the atmosphere there is going to be hype and the thing is the Clippers enjoy playing on the road because it's just better like I'm mm. not going to lie our home games are trash you know what I mean <laughs> it's just I mean it's hard. just it's just we don't get as rowdy until we're like almost losing or like yeah because you got a half stadium full of Laker fans <laughs> yeah <laughs> Laker fans that don't go to Laker can't afford going to Laker games so they'll buy playoff tickets to Clipper game and bring the Laker jerseys and I'll be like bro why are you here like, yeah that's that's ignorant dude so, I, the, I, I can't wait to, to get out of there bro I cannot <laughs> wait to get out like as a kid you I was cool. that they're gonna be in Inglewood too who Lakers fans that go to Clippers games they're still gonna like show up I mean Inglewood. but I think I think with the new stadium and it kind of starts to separate itself. So now you have to separate yourself as a fan. Like you got to pick. You can't be telling, hey, I'm about to go to the Laker game. Huh? Laker fans can't just show up. (laughs) Yeah, you you can't go to a Timber game. For what? Yeah. I mean, they they already do it at Crypto or at Staples. (laughs) Yeah, but. I figured that they're even, uh, you know, going to do it, continue to do it in Inglewood, but we'll find out. Yes, the wolves were wolves were twenty six and fifteen at home, and Clippers were twenty five and sixteen at home, seventeen and twenty four on the road. But uh, wolves were twenty and twenty one on the road. But yeah, I I think you're right. I think I think it it will be it'll be cool that you know when they have their own arena and it kind of like you said it just like segregates and breaks up who's going to what games because it's not like you know oh I'm gonna drive however far I don't never been to California so I don't know where where it all is but (laughs) it's like you know they're not just gonna be like oh yeah I'll just go to a game just because. I'm a Lakers fan, but tickets are cheap, and I'm going to drive and pay for however long. So I think yeah. it'll be cool. When's it supposed to be done? The new arena? About two years. Twenty twenty-four. Oh, yeah. Two years. So next year you're still in crypto. Yeah, next year we're still in crypto. Mm-mm-mm. I would love to get a chip in crypto and then leave and then get another <laughs> chip in my dome. And the Clippers don't and the Lakers don't get a chip for the next twenty-five years. That would make wow. me so happy. Damn. I believe it. I am gung ho about Clipper, the Lakers with no chip in Crypto.com Center. Yeah. So wait. So which team do you want to play in the playoffs? In the in the real thing, you know, not just this little fucking frou frou playing shit, but like in the actual playoffs. Who do you want to play? Either the Grizzlies or the Suns. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, for uh, for me, it's obviously the Grizzlies. Like, I think we match up with the Grizzlies really well, and I think if if we do win tomorrow, uh, tomorrow and play the Grizzlies, I think I think that could easily be a six or seven game series. Um, and I think we have the we've played them really well this year. Our games against the Suns were close, but then you guys just have the closing factor in the end. And I think yeah. a four game if I think this year it's super important for us to make the playoffs one and then two, not just get absolutely blown out because people will look back and be like, oh, that season was such a disappointment, even though we won 11 more games than we were projected to win. And uh, I think it'll just be like, it'll be a bummer just to go out 4-0. So I think we have a young team. We're, we're kind of in, not to say we're like the Grizzlies are last year because it's such a cliche thing to say, but I think we have the opportunity to, mm-hmm. if we make it, get these guys some playoff experience and actually make some noise next year. Mm. You know, if guys can grow, guys can keep getting better, get the experience. 
But if we play the Suns, it's going to be a four game and just not any experience gained, I don't think. For sure. No, I, think I, I do think, though, for y'all, more say, like, if you do play the Suns and you do get swept, it kind of rips off the Band-Aid of, like, not blowing up the team, but blowing up everybody you necessarily don't need anymore. And this kind of will prove, like, if that, if, if you know, I'm not going to say if. When y'all play the Suns, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just makes it easier. Like, all right, we don't need Malik Beasley no more. We don't need all these. But look, here, we got Carlton Towns, yeah. Anthony Edwards. All right, let's start from there. You know what Figure I'm saying? And that's yeah. a really good two-piece. Like, a lot of teams ain't got that. You know yep. what I mean? So, for us, it ain't going to change nothing. We lose to y'all. Sure. Play yeah, the Suns and lose. We got Kawhi not coming back or full team be healthy. <laughs> Everybody will be back next year. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them years, like, for me, I'm like, all right, we made the play it. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. It's no, like, no, I think uh, there's honestly, more pressure on the Timberwolves, I will say, than us. Because yeah. everybody, no one expected us to be even be at the Paul went out to be even in the plan. I mean, no one expected the Timberwolves to make yeah, the playoffs to be here. for playing, yeah. but they still thought they were, a, you know, a serviceable team. Mm-hmm. Isn't that word? That's three times. I'm just do you think? Do you think if you guys uh, lose oh, don't, in the don't, first round, don't, don't say it. Cat wants a don't, trade. Don't don't bring I'm it up again. Do you, do you think I'm that will uh, demand a trade? You know, not, so not here we go. I'm just asking. Do you think you stick <laughs> and ride it out with Minnesota? Yeah, I think he he's come out and he loves him and Finch really like there's like legitimately like love there. Um, and even before, like, I think they finally he hated Tibbs. He really liked Ryan Saunders, but he was a terrible coach. And I think now he looks at Finch as, as a really great coach, knows what he's doing. And this is a guy that's like has his back and he, he's really a player's coach. I mean, when they were they almost lost that Spurs game because they were trying to get Ant 50. And he was like, you could tell that he was upset about it, but he wasn't like pissed and like Tibbs where Tibbs is like throwing a clipboard and benching guys and stuff but we no he, he's, he's absolutely not going to uh, he, request a trade anytime soon right and, and if he makes dates. if he makes all NBA he gets the the Supermax extension so, so here's my other question and is he's that, dating Jordan Woods so <laughs> well, then, that means then his life off the court is really good too so he doesn't have to work usually that's <laughs> another factor like oh I want to leave Minnesota okay. because I want to be in the you know the limelight a little bit more nah because he dates who he dates he's in mm. the limelight He's in the live like more than enough now. So he don't need <laughs> you get both worlds. Sometimes I'm trying it helps you stay in a smaller city when you you know your off the court stuff puts you in the limelight. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that helps him, you know. But he was not like he was gonna move from like look at Minnesota to Phoenix. What's the difference? <laughs> it doesn't have to be Phoenix. I'm just curious and just in general. But what does it have to be? be it has to be Phoenix. All you you only bring Carl up on trades when it's Phoenix. <laughs> Don't act like you bring him up for other teams. You're Thank not. You don't you. like Carl like that. Byron just seeing, you know, you like if, if like you would that. be disgruntled, you know, I think it's a fair question. Okay, no, it's not. next question. So <laughs> if you guys play the Memphis Grizzlies, do you think you have a chance to beat them in a series? Well, I, I would say that obviously we would be, the Grizzlies would be favored, but I would say it's 70-30, 65-35 that we have a chance to beat them. I think mm. we met really well, um, and I'm, I'm interested to see in the playoffs everything. Everybody knows that everything slows down, and the Grizzlies love running, love gunning. They their their half court offense is not great, um, and I, I just think that you know with Cat destroys Stephen Adams because he's too slow. Destroys Triple J is, is also too skinny in the post. Like he's a great defensive player, but um, doesn't match up well. And I think we we've played them. Um, four times and we we won either three or 
I think we lost in overtime in one game. Um, I have to double check, but I know the last game we played them, we beat them by like 40. But that's not to say the Grizzlies are Grizzlies are great. I mean, like right. I'm not going to say that they're not, but I, I would say that we would stand a, a, a decent chance, I would say, to, to and, at least and go. I agree with that. I'd say 60 and 40, honestly. I'm, I'm going with 60 40. Yeah. And that's the, the, the motivation for both teams. Like we're sitting there probably in the mm. locker room, like, hey, man, like, like, hey, man, this is a really important game. We can play Memphis where we know we have a very good chance of putting it together and beating them. You know, their younger squad, like you said, half-court game ain't right. You know, the coach is good. Mm. Do I think Ty Lue is better than – do I think Finch is as good as Memphis coach? For sure. Like, because uh, you have definitely certain players in certain spots that just overarch Memphis. I think Ty Lue is be- above and beyond better than Memphis coaches, you know. And – I'll be, I know you will be upset if he gets coach of the year because I'm hearing murmurs. I've heard murmurs from a lot of people that have voted. They voted for him. Yeah, Taylor Jenkins. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> just give you a heads up. So, so be ready to be upset. <laughs> I've heard already. Chris, a lot of people have said they voted for, I know that Chris did. But it's I know so other- dumb. People forget. So, I, okay, just let me rant for a second. So <laughs> this whole Finch argument that people are giving him the vote for is the fact that, like, John, they won without Jot, right? I feel like that's like the notorious kind of narrative that people are, you know, referring to whenever they're like, you know, Finch gets a vote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people forget that Chris Paul was out, you know, for a good amount of time too, you know, and everyone's like, oh, we had Phoenix at the top of the division. Dude, not everyone had Phoenix on top of the division. You know, we were still getting shit on, you know, people were saying that we had like a easy path to the, the finals last year and we were not the clear cut favorite for the West to come out the West. Everyone had the Warriors coming out the West. Everyone had the Warriors coming out the West. You know, the people had the Lakers coming out the West. I mean, those people, those people were crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, so these I mean, are the same people that I don't we know if anybody, who, who didn't have the, wait, 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 wait. I want to know what the problem. The, the people I can't see that anybody that had the Suns lower than two coming into the season. Like, huh? I don't know. A lot of people really had Suns. Were you looking for this? Because I, ne- I, I, <laughs> I didn't see people having the Suns lower than two coming into the season. Lower than two? If they weren't Lakers fans, if they were just fans of Lakers, then they had the Lakers high. Dude, but if they're remember when I told you that the Suns would get 60 wins and you laughed at me? How many, wins did, how many wins did we end up getting? 60, what, six? Four. 60 oh my yeah. gosh four more wins i'm sorry <laughs> but i think it's just hard it's just hard to win 60 games though like if you were to yeah. tell me that anybody is going to win 60 i would i would take that bet every time because yeah. i think it's just it's just really hard to win 60 and like I said, I, yeah well i mean i just feel like everyone tends to you know exaggerate in the beginning of the year and like everyone was you know jumping on the lakers saying that they were yeah. going to beat this team everyone had the warriors you know clay's going to come back he's going to be fully healthy even though he's coming back from a two-year little stint of, you know, being off the court. And then the Suns didn't have those clear-cut, you know, leaders. So Tim Booker's been getting disrespected forever. So, anyways, my point is that Monty Williams, so I God, if he doesn't get to the year, I'm going to <laughs> shit, bro. Tibbs got it last year. Be ready to lose it. much shit I've ever seen. Why did Tibbs get it? I don't I – don't, I, don't, I, don't, I still to this day don't understand the reason hurt, behind Tibbs getting so. that. Yeah. And then now, if he gets, you know, a solo pod is coming. Again, so. I'm gonna be fucking furious. Yeah, Josh is gonna do a, do a solo pod when when I might I might just give Josh the run one. Just after, give him the login. Know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, everybody, I'm out for this one. Josh is going to talk about. <laughs> Dude, it's outrageous, man. 
I'm gonna call it spilled milk. The episode. <laughs> it's spilled milk, my guy. You can't do nothing about it. It's over. Because it. this, this whole voting system is so dumb. I want to see if it doesn't uh, work. Can we get a favorite? list of who votes in the sense of like I just want to understand who's still getting votes? Is it all correspondence? Is it coaches? Like you know, do you know? Yeah, who like, I know some people put it on Twitter when they do vote. Like I know yeah, it's media. Yeah, it's like media and like reporters and and guys wow. that cover the league, like Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor and Rosillo and like Broussard and. I'm sure, no. like Tim McMahon and all those guys, like they all get. Does Skip Bayless get a fucking vote? No, he does no, not. No, no Nick Wright doesn't have one either. Thank God. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, Skip, that's Nick Wright. I like Nick Wright, but he I don't has know. Some ter- terrible. Skip takes. was a writer, so he might. You know, what I'm not Skip. Yeah, he might, and same thing with Kyra. They used to be like, if you were a writer, like you had to be like a writer first. You couldn't just be right on air. Like, okay. right on air, guys. Don't. But if you wrote a little bit, like somewhere, a newspaper or something, like maybe. Because the premise of the media getting the vote was because the NBA was not popular and they wanted to be become popular. So they put, they gave media the chance to vote for these awards. So then you had to write about the NBA. Hmm. So that was why it started. Do I think it should have changed from that? So I think obviously we can have that deep conversation. Like we think, I, I personally believe coaches should be in, uh, should have that vote for MVP and things like that. Even coach of the year, I think they're a little bit more like minded to coach. I don't know about that. That's they can't crazy. vote for themselves. It's not you can't say oh, I vote for me like <laughs> three times. Yeah, it's yeah. a few. Yeah, coaches, you know, there's huh? There's there's some beef between coaches. Though, I feel, you know, I don't uh, know about that. They should always vote, but. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I agree with where you're going with it, you know? So in the end, always got to get sun talk, sun's talking a podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. So, okay. <laughs> so Charles, now tell me, who do you fear? Who do you want to match up with? Who do I want to match up with? I mean, Memphis at the end of the day. Okay. So I and then scared y'all though. You think you scared of y'all though. You're scared with your I'm statement, not. or you would have said the Suns. But anyways, why would so, I say the Suns though? Y'all the better team out of the two. Obviously, you don't go. I don't want the better team, yeah, but I'm not terrified it. of you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You sound realistically cautious, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, so I with mean, the Grizzlies, do you feel like you can beat them in a seven game series, or like I a do. series in general? I do. You do. do. Does yes. it go to seven? Does it go to six? Is it a sweep? It's not a sweep. I'm a realist. I mean, we go to six, at mm. least. We, you know, what I'm saying. I think we get one out there early. Mm. If not the first one, it's the second one. I, because it's just, I think the playing teams have that advantage of playing in a game, mm. especially like a game. If it's not a blowout, like if it's a really tight one, usually they got the advantage that game one. You know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. game one's not till Saturday. So I mean, that's I mean, those teams have been set, sitting for a week, and then if they didn't even play like their starters, that's all. No, they've been sitting for a week and a half, possibly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very interesting how. I mean, I get they want to give guys rest and all that stuff, but I mean, it's crazy how many games they give in between for playoff games. It's just because this thing goes till June. I mean, it's like, come on, yeah. like, can we not give four <laughs> days off in between every game? This <laughs> yeah. you make them play like eighty-two games, like all back to backs and shit. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. you find them if they sit. You know, but then like with the playoffs, you know, they want the best product on the floor, guys. The yeah. best product on the floor. It's all yeah. about them dollar, about that mola. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying. So my final thoughts is. Hmm. Yeah, you gonna give a score prediction here? What, what? Oh. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna go with eighty. Oh, any yet? No, 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 no. That's too low. That's too low. I'm gonna go 105 mm. to 97. 
Clippers. So you think it's going to be just a trash ass offensive game? Like, no. That's 105 in the NBA now is not a trash offense game, my guy. What? Mm. No one's scoring 80 points a game. God, I had someone go off. You know, I, think you guys, I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game because yeah. I don't know if we're gonna. I think a trash offense game is like 125 to 130. Like that's a trash. I mean, trash defense game. Yeah. I think I think, I think the NBA now 105 to 95 is a really solid I defense. I like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you guys are gonna be hot, and it's gonna be a, a high-scoring game for sure. You ain't playing. <laughs> you ain't playing, standing. Yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, I think in order for the wolves, the wolves to win, it has to be high scoring with an offense has to be clicking. I'm gonna say, wolves win one twenty four one eighteen. See, I, I, I like that. I think it's gonna be. A I think it's gonna come down. Yeah. To, I think it'll be. I think yeah. it'll be really close all the way to the end, and then it's mm-hmm. just gonna be, you know, we knock you know knock down free throws to to get the, the six point win. But I like I said, I I could definitely. I think this game is is legitimately like <laughs> Nostradamus over here. Yeah, I mean, Damn. if we get past, if they get past one fifteen, I don't think we win in that game, man. Yeah, yeah, I think we have to we have to score. We can't get high. Uh, we we not scoring. like that. We don't. Yeah. We not like that. We can't well, be scoring. We, we, we make up some props or something. Like who's gonna be the leading rebounder? <laughs> like and then yeah, I'm gonna get uh, my bets in. Who's on, gonna be the on. high score? How about that? Who's gonna be the high score? I feel like that's a. You guys can do that. It's Paul George. Mm. Paul George. What is he gonna have? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, obviously the easy answer is Cat, but um, yeah. so I mean, I I think that Ant's gonna have a good game too, but I think it'll be interesting how they guard and how they go. I, th- I think both those guys will score over twenty-five. Mm. Cat and Ant over twenty-five. Yeah, I think Cat blows up, bro. I think Cat's gonna score. Over thirty, and I think Paul George is going to score over thirty. I think it's just mm, going to be back and forth. a lot of offense and not a lot of defense. To be honest, I know you guys are both like not bums when it comes to defense, but I just feel like it's going to be there's going to be a lot of excitement in Minnesota. Y'all going to be hyped, and the LA plays away games pretty well. You know they have that. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. I don't know. I just I think it's going to be a high scoring game. You know, everyone's going to be hitting. <laughs> but. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting nonetheless. I'm I'm pumped for this game. The other games are gonna be like whatever. Yeah. Honestly, who's, who's it? The Hawks and uh, uh, Hawks and Hornets will be a good one. That's on Hornets, that's Wednesday. Oh, that's Wednesday, yeah, that's Wednesday. And then the other game tomorrow is Cavs and Nets. Yeah. Any other pr- bold predictions for the closer? We're out of time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sorry. That was scary. I gotta go back inside. Hey, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh my you know, <laughs> Aliyah coming out and looking at me, like just staring, like, a, like, are you ready to go? Like, I'm like, oh, snap. Got things okay. to do, yeah. All right, yeah. I gotta. I'm sorry, guys. But it's, that's it for me. All right. Wait, this is good. I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and we definitely need to do it. Um, no matter what happens, win, loss, we'll, we'll do it again. I'm sure, and I'm gonna have you guys on on mine too. I got I got an NBA grab bag of questions that I want to have you guys on for. So we'll, we're gonna get that set up. We'll probably do it in the off season to just just to keep the NBA talk going. But we'll probably do that in the off season. But like I said, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's always a good always a good conversation with all of you. Guys. Yeah, we need we yeah. need your expert opinion on the Timberwolves, depending on who makes it. Mm. You know, and who you know, we can have you on for one of these other series. Yeah, you know, the NBA playoffs. 
like you said, it's going to start both, in yeah, June. Yeah. I you think know? We both so we got plenty of time. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I don't think we both lose two in a row. So we definitely have you God, back I hope on. Because if you're playing the Suns, we definitely going to have you back on. Because <laughs> um, then if you're not playing the Suns, then I have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Y'all talking shit now, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you for listening, uh, watching, all that jazz. Peace. Charles, Josh, Boucher. Peace. Later.